What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Canva is awesome for so many reasons, for your social media, but for work. If you're looking for ways to impact at work, Canva can help your points get across. All right, Mike, do you, what do we use it for? Like one sheets, if we're doing like a presentation, graphics? Oh, it's awesome for graphics. Super easy to use. And that's the thing too, especially with some of these apps, you think, well, there's no way I'll be able to use it. Well, me, because I'm a dummy. But even I can use Canva to make things look cool, right? Yeah. Well, you don't have to insult me and say yeah so quickly. Yeah, you can do it. Yes. It's awesome. So it's easy design, impactful Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, videos. Start with a designer-made template, which makes it so easy, especially for me. Customize with your content. You can add images and graphics and charts. Start designing today at Canva.com. Design for work. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help, and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Welcome to a brand new show where Tim McGraw is going to be on later. We have a Kelsey Ballerini premiere in just a second. This is going to be a great Friday. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. I want to play this voicemail that we got last night from Heather in Ohio. This message is for Amy. I just wanted to let you know, I noticed the other day when I was watching HGTV, I saw the sneak peek of your sister's show, and right away you can tell it's Amy's sister. They look so much alike um, and have a lot of the same mannerisms, and I could tell right away that that was her sister's show. I could not remember the name at first, and then I knew. So I just wanted to say I'm excited to watch it, and damn it. She forgot the rest. She's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> upset at herself. The show is called Building Roots. It premieres on Sunday, 9, 8 central on HGTV, and it's literally Amy's sister. And Amy's sister is not someone who wanted to have a career being on television. Not at all. So it's weird that Amy's the one that has this career, and then her sister yeah. is the one that it gets a TV show. And her name is Christy Dozier, and she's actually on now. So, Christy, we're bringing you on as a celebrity now, not Amy's sister. How do you feel about that? Gosh. Oh, I don't know. I don't know about that. I'd rather just be Amy's sister. Well, it, it'll be both. So your show comes on Sunday night, and this show is all about uh, Root Design Company that, that you guys have. What is, what is this company, and what do you guys do? Right. So we have a design business that we started you know, several years ago as a landscape company, and it grew to be... To, you know, to include all this different architecture and pools and different things. 
And so it's mainly residential homes and usually we're based in Austin, Texas. And then five years ago, we up and moved to Southern Colorado and started doing projects here. So that's the, that's the summary. So what, what happened for you to get a TV show? I mean, are you just sitting on the porch one day and somebody comes up and goes, we're looking for a TV show. What do you think, lady? (laughs) Basically, well, they, they, it was uh, Instagram reach out. So, um, through our business Instagram, a lady named Bridget out of New York, who is part of a production company, um, reached out to Ben and DM'd him something. And then it turned into an email, which turned into a Skype calls and a pitch and then a sizzle reel, then a pilot and now a series. And I didn't know what any of those words were, <laughs> you know, three years ago. And, you know, so lots of learning happening because this is not a field we ever um, saw ourselves in. Christy Dozier's on. It's Amy's sister and her new show, Building Roots, premieres Sunday night, which is April 10th, 9, 8 central on HGTV. You're also not someone that was just dying to be in the public eye, right? I mean, this was never like a dream of yours. No, this is very uncomfortable for me. Um, and Amy, Amy's always been, you know, the one on stage. You know, my mom said that I used to be a ham until Amy was born. And then she kind of took the stage. And I can remember always sending her to do my little errands, like, run, go get some ketchup, you know, for our French fries, you know, at the at the fast food restaurant or whatever. And always been comfortable seeing her on stage and always comfortable to be in the background. So, so well, then what, what was it that pushed you over to actually do this on TV? Because you have a successful company, so it's not like – and also I can tell you that just because you do a TV show, it doesn't mean you're rich. You know, that it's not like mil- oh. millions of dollars come rolling in, right? So, so why do this on television? Right. We are just normal people. And my husband is a huge risk taker. And he's always about like, hmm, you know – this opportunities come up, I'm probably not going to really think about it and just dive in and see what happens. Whereas me, I will sit and overthink it and think of everything that can go right and wrong and which way or the other and probably never take action. So I think it's him that really brings out some of the risk-taking in me, but then also a lot of the things we've gone through over the years and losing our mom and losing our dad and just this realization that life is short and you know, there's opportunities out there that maybe you should take to just see where they go because it's exciting versus keeping yourself in a box, which I am so prone to do because it feels safe. So, so what's an episode of this show going to going to entail? Is it just you guys, you know, doing design? Is there are your kids in the show? What's happening? Yeah. So um, every show has a client or sometimes two different clients. Some shows have two projects happening and some have one. And it's always, it's their family home. Um, most of them, there are many, they're almost their entire immediate family is on it. You know, if there are parents with kids, their parents and kids are on it. Um, if there are parents with grown kids, sometimes the grown kids are on it as well. And our kids are intermingled in there quite a bit um, with different lifestyle scenes. So they would, they would take us out to do all kinds of, you know, just outdoor adventures because that's part of our life here. And I think they really loved that, that honestly, the scenery, the mountains and different things. So we kind of incorporate not just the project and the design and the meeting with the clients and the finished product, 
but then also kind of a day in the life type things like whether it's fishing or jeeping or four wheeling or some other adventure. Every episode has something like that in it as well. Well, Lunchbox has a question that he's dying to ask you. Cause oh, I'm sure he does. <laughs> I, I got a lot of questions, but my main question is, are you not worried about the reality show Jinx? Because every married couple that goes on reality TV, divorced. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I don't think that's 100% true. Uh, Jessica Fox. Simpson, Nick okay, Lachey. Okay, you're going to list some that are. <laughs> Travis Barker, Shayna Mokler. Uh, let her answer. Let her answer. Okay. You know, I'm not worried about that. I think, you know, marriage in general has, you know, 50-50 statistics in that realm. And so I think, but, you know, Ben and I have been married 22 years, which sounds crazy to say. We've got four kids, and we've been through a lot of hard stuff. And I think we've learned that we are willing to say we're wrong when we're wrong. We're willing to ask for forgiveness when we need to. We're willing to grow together versus growing apart. And so I think that will keep us keep us on the right track as far as our marriage goes, I hope. <laughs> if there were a pay-per-view and it was you and your husband, Ben, versus Chip and Joanna, fight to the death. Oh, no. What? <laughs> Who would win? <laughs> I don't know what kind of question that is. Okay. You tell me. Uh, you- <laughs> Well, yeah. Probably Chip Joanna. Yeah, probably. Yeah, chip, chip's <laughs> Just a big say Chip. Dude. Just bigger dude. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Ben Scrappy, though. Her husband's Scrappy yeah. for sure. Yeah, but I, I think Christy would get taken by Joanna. Aww. I mean, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, like. Christy, do, peop- so. do people confuse you for Amy sometimes? Yes, it happens. It happens. Um, lots of times if I'm at an event or in the past when I would be at events that she was at, people would come up to me and ask me if I was her. Um so, I mean, it's happened occasionally, but not regularly, but people will, you know, we have a little coffee shop here in where we are now, and y'all have the most amazing listeners who will travel miles and miles and miles to just come to our coffee shop, and you can recognize them when they come in, because they've either got on Temp and Joy, or B-Team, or, or all of the above, <laughs> and they can come find me wherever I am, and... um you know, I think we just definitely have a lot of characteristics of each other that makes us look alike. Do you believe that your cousin's psychic? <laughs> <laughs> she is in her way. I don't okay. know okay. how much I believe in all of that for, like, everybody in the whole world. But she is super in tune with this, you know, next level of ourselves. This is like and- a dual interview because we have Amy's sister and we also have <laughs> – Christy Dozier, who has a show on HGTV, so we're hitting her for all the angles. This is like, the, the, yes, you know, you've said enough about that. Um, Amy, what would you like to say to your sister publicly here? I just publicly want to say that I am so proud of you, Christy, because I know this is outside of your comfort zone, and I've seen some of the finished product, and y'all should be so proud of what you put out there. And I know some of these episodes are going to be super special. And I know you poured your heart into each house and one family in particular where the mom passed away of cancer and it's a dad and his kids. And I know that every project meant a lot to you, but I've even talked to producers about how that one was just so special to Christy and how she has the ability to make a house, a home, and make it feel warm. And so I can't wait to watch you every Sunday night, 9, 8 Central on HGTV. And I, I mean, this is something, Bobby, we're literally like week one of taping 
episode one, she ends up in the hospital, like having a panic attack, but she thinks she's having a heart attack because this is just not her wheelhouse. Hmm. And she persevered. She started taking care of herself. She started breathing. You know, she maybe took a You didn't breathe until the show? Wow, that's crazy. Oh, my goodness. Oh, no. No, no. Listen, She started drinking water. (laughs) I know some scenes she maybe had to take a little shot of tequila, but you got through it, and I'm so proud of you, and I can't wait for the world to see it. Lunchbox, one final question for Christy Dozier. Yeah, I mean, Christy, do you feel guilty that you guys really did nothing to get a TV show and that people, like, worked their whole lives to get a TV show? (laughs) Well, I just think, you know, I mean, this has been three plus years in the making, so it's not like it just all of a sudden happened. It has been a lot of work, not just on our end, but on the on the production end. And so I don't know. We hold it. We honestly hold it very loosely. And that has been our motto in life. And when things are meant to work out, they will. And this is one of those things so far. I mean, we don't know if there's a second season or anything, but so far. We filmed eight episodes, and, and we've made it through it, and it's actually going to come on TV. Are you jealous, Lunchbox? I'm absolutely jealous because I look at her their Instagram page, and they only oh have 13,000 followers, and they got a TV show. Like, that is But crazy. that's without a TV show. Imagine How many followers do you think you'd have if you didn't have this radio show? A lot. Like 26. But And, and here's the thing. It's called, what is her TV show called? We just said it nineteen times. Building roots. Yeah, it's not even the name of the Instagram. Uh, you got to get in no. cohesion, guys. We oh. can't. Stop. Oh boy, yeah, business okay. plan over hey, here. Mr. Branding is uh, really letting well, it happen. I, mean, right now. I, I typed in building roots Instagram, and it's like it's not that. You have to go dig deeper, and it's called Root Design Co. Yeah, so Root Design like, Co. But the thing is, they wanted HGTV wanted a show like this, like with cool design, based in Colorado with the scenery, and so they DM'd him like, "Hey, would you be interested?" And that's how it happened. Yeah. What would they need to look for if they were looking for you? Like, what what would be that category? Like, we're looking for, and then they message you. I mean, anything. Okay. I mean, I, I'm yeah, pretty. Much, I got. I got. I can do anything. Yeah. yeah. I have an idea. If season two gets picked up, maybe they could do something with Lunchbox, and Lunchbox can live out his dream of being on TV. That's too easy. I would that's riding on the coattails. That's not really. Yeah, that's a coattail ride. <laughs> sure. well, I want them to come to my house. I'll do it. Season two. To let them know what's up. Christy. We're not Colorado. They might come to Nashville. Yeah. Okay, listen. We've been on long enough. Christy, okay. uh, uh, much success. You know I am rooting for you guys so much. I love that, that this has actually come to fruition. I mean, it, is, it has been a long process, and I'm super excited. Building Roots premieres Sunday night, 9, 8 central on HGTV. I hope you get the greatest ratings, and if the ratings are good, I hope you get the most streams in the whole wide world, and I hope people love the show. Yeah, well, thank you so much for having me on and for your help along the way and Amy's and, um, uh, yeah, tune what, in. What are you, uh, you didn't help along she the way. She only said thank you to you and Amy and we, Do we, you know why? Because we have. Lunchbox. <laughs> but Christy, we, go ahead. Let go ahead. her say yes. it. Yeah. Well, Bobby, you know, whenever we got this opportunity initially, so much of it was foreign and Ben and I were able to hop on a call with Bobby and kind of talk through some different things and he told us just some key points to maybe keep in mind and that our showrunner was really important. And I was like, what's a showrunner? I don't even know. And so just kind of having someone who has been in the industry and can give us some pointers was so huge and comforting as we just continued moving forward and learning. So why would you go, uh, what did you do? I just brought her on the show to let her. You brought her on the show? I mean, (laughs) what did Amy do? 
Oh, I was I, I was her cheerleader all year long. Like I would just call oh and shit. Oh my yeah. Human sister. Yeah, I was like a lunchbox. Did give her advice member. though about the branding. Oh, yeah, 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 just now. But I when did, did right. you talk to her before this call? And when's the last time you've spoken to Christy? Uh, In any way whatsoever. Ah uh, man, I don't even know. I mean, she moved to Colorado, so I mean, we kind of lost touch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Christy, thank you. Yeah. Great to talk to you, and hopefully, we will see you soon. All right. All right. Thank you, guys. Okay. Love you, okay. sister. Uh, HGTV uh, building room. It's super exciting. It's, I know. it's the coolest thing. It's I just crazy. I can't believe it's actually happening. It's so cool. Me neither. Let's go over and open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Good morning, Bobby Bones. A lifelong friend who is like family, and I have been exchanging gifts for our birthdays for several years now. It seems like every year for my birthday, he gets me a prepaid Visa gift card. Don't get me wrong. I love, I appreciate the gift. And I do use gift cards, but I'm just sick of gift cards. How do I tell him I love and appreciate the thought, but I'd rather his money be spent on something I'd actually like to have? He can even spend less money. Am I wrong for feeling this way? Do I say something or just keep getting the gift cards and keep my mouth shut? Hope you can help. Signed, Anonymous. I think the issue is if you're close to someone, you would like a gift to reflect how close you are to them in some cases. I don't like gift cards because I can buy, I can take money and buy stuff. I would rather have a thoughtful gift that doesn't cost as much at this point. That being said, Eddie, thanks for the gift card for my birthday, buddy. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm like, man, that's directed towards (laughs) me. (laughs) (laughs) So I understand this, but I do think you run the risk of. not seeming like the best friend to go, hey, I don't like the gift you're getting me. You kind of just have to accept gifts for what they are. You can get them a gift card back. I don't think really this is something. Maybe you say, hey, we're spending too much. This is the approach I would do. We're spending too much on each other. So instead of gift cards, this, what, if, what if we find something that means something to us for much cheaper next year? Like that would be the way to change it up, where to make it seem like it's a new challenge. Okay, listen. Maybe gift giving is not this person's strength. And like, in, if you do that, then you run the risk of him getting something like totally awkward and not anything that you really can do anything with. And while it might mean more because it's not a gift card, why can't we just accept this friend for how they are? Like friends, friends bring different things to the table and maybe he's a better friend in other ways, just not gift giving. Maybe he's worse friend in other ways. And we don't know that part of the story. Yeah. This is about the gift. I would just say, hey, let's not do gift cards anymore. Oh, I've been, wow. I've been getting you some gift cards. You've been getting me some gift cards. Let's just buy each other uh, gifts that remind us of each other. That changes the dynamic of gift cards. You may get something you hate, but then I also wouldn't say anything. But exactly. If you, but if you have to, that's how I would approach it. Hey, Eddie, why don't we get stuff that reminds us of each other next year? I'm thinking what about that What gift card did the, Eddie get you? The whole time you've been talking, I'm like, yeah, I need to do better next year for sure. I, get you. I think that some people, if you don't have a close relationship, it is the easy thing to get because it can show that you were thinking about them, you cared about them, and here's a gift. But if it's somebody close to you, you kind of want to feel like they spent more than three minutes walking by the edge of Walgreens displaying, grabbing a card on the way out. I understand that. Yeah. And, they, that, and that may be the issue. Yeah. Too. Man, you know, when Amy was talking to him, thinking, Amy's right, though. Some people's strengths are not yeah. gift-giving. For example, I, two months ahead of Eddie's birthday, ordered his present. Right. Because I knew it would take But gift-giving is a strength of yours. I thought about your gift for no, be two weeks. Where? What is two the gift weeks, card? Two weeks. <laughs> and you I, got a two. I'm not even upset because I think it's good and I'll use it. <laughs> <laughs> you better use it. But I, what I'm saying is there's no way that took you two weeks. Two weeks of what? He got me an Uber Eats gift card. 
Very practical. <laughs> Wait, what? How is that not good? <laughs> the guy uses Uber Eats every day. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Amy, you were there. Was she drunk? I don't think you were there. I, I were, didn't see that he, part. He got, I just yeah, saw the card. Yeah. But I mean, I didn't know what was in it. <laughs> what? What did you get, Amy? I, I let... Oh, do you want to? I give you an idea of what Amy got. Yes. Amy had seen something that I had been wearing for over a year, over and over again, and that people were making fun of me for mm-hmm. for wearing it over and over. And she was like, "I think you need a different color, so, so people, they don't look so dirty. people won't." Yeah, and they also look dirty. So for her, it was a lot of thought, and she ordered it, and that's just what you expect close friends to do. Yeah. And with yours, I put a lot of thought with into yours. It. Two months ahead of time, I was on yours. I was like, Eddie's birthday's mm-hmm. coming up. Like December, I ordered yours of last year. There's no year. way he thought of that two weeks before. I sure did. And he picked it up at the gas station on his way to see for birthday dinner. And I'm not even hating. It's just a funny thing to talk about right now. Yeah. And not funny for me. But yeah. I see how people can think but it's Eddie, funny. Eddie Lunchbox. I mean, Bobby. I'm like, She's every guy's name uh-huh, right now. Yeah. Uh-huh. Eddie Lunchbox. Bobby, you know when you laugh so hard, your brain gets, it's like you're high. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bring it back to the mailbag, Amy. Bring it back. Like, Amy, how is that bad? Like, what else could he have done? Bobby can buy his own food. <laughs> it's, not like Eddie, Bob- it's not like Bobby gets to go out to dinner. Like, he literally just has to order something to his house. <laughs> yeah, that's what Let's Bugs Bunny is. Thinking, what you- <laughs> this is ridiculous. What you- what, I'm just laughing at Amy. What it's you- like Eddie putting a $100 bill in your card or something. That's amazing. That would be awesome. Like, what's wrong with that? That's wrong with that. Okay, so, Lunchbox, what do you think about Eddie getting a gift card uh, for Uber Eats? To Uber Eats. Uh, Okay. (laughs) After after just weeks ago, I hit him with a double birthday present, too. (laughs) I mean, Eddie. Eddie. It's not even a gift card. I'm on your side, Eddie. Thank you, Bones. That's how I get That's what I'm saying. Uber, (laughs) can you also use it to take a ride? Yeah, you can. You can take it for Uber, Uber. No, it's only for eats. (laughs) (laughs) Only for the food. Eddie, Eddie. What what did you get in Lunchbox? No, I got him nothing. (laughs) Uh, But it's better than Uber Eats, man. Oh, my gosh. It's not not better than Uber Eats. At least give him a Visa gift card where he can go do what he wants. That's what the whole mailbag's all about. Out. They that, don't like this. I thought about what you could use every day. How, Visa guys, gift card every how day. How often in the studio is he like, gosh, I'm starving. I have no food. Uber Eats. <laughs> Twice a year? You what got about? a gift card. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Go ahead, Amy. <laughs> Amy's on one right now. Go ahead, Amy. Next time, you're going to get him a gas card? <laughs> that would be cool. Gas It'd is almost $5. Practical. And this is my point. It would be wonderfully practical, and I think anyone would appreciate that. But when it's your closest friend, I guess maybe you don't expect practicality. Mm. Mm. Unless gift giving is not their strength. Yeah, you know what you should have done is just told him you ordered something and let it never come in. Oh, like scuba. <laughs> Give a seat, yes. That's a great idea. Yeah. Keep it going forever. <laughs> Eddie, I'm appreciative. Yeah, thank you, man. Doesn't sound like it. I know. I have always said I mean, that. I've hey, never heard have Amy you laugh any so food hard. With it? Have you ordered any food with it? No, it's still on his counter, right? Have you even put the number in your phone? I haven't. Oh. Not yet, but I will. What do you say? Hey, the, this month, months, I'm going to, or this month, months. <laughs> I'm going to contribute to your mortgage. <laughs> Please, can somebody do that for my birthday? Yeah. Okay. I guess. Do they have like electric bill gift cards? Amy thinks it's funny because it's way practical. It is very worthwhile, and I will use Thank it. You. Thank you. 
And I'm on your side, not, not their side. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, that's the mailbag. I don't even know how we ended this. I don't even uh, know what. If it's a cl- the closer the friend, unless they ask for help, the least practical. But also, can. back to the mailbag, I don't think she should say anything. I agree. I wouldn't oh. say anything. Oh, after if, you guys said everything. But if you have to, that's what you can say. <laughs> um, Morgan, if someone wants to send us an email, what do they need to do? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. All right. Um, coming up in a second, I'll give somebody a chance to want to Uber Eats gift card. Rude. I give it away on the air. That's rude. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. One of the hottest artists in country music, Cole Swindell, has a brand new album out called Stereotype. Featuring the hit duet with Lainey Wilson, Never Say Never. Make sure you add this new release from Cole Swindell to your music library. Get it today, wherever you get music. Fun Fact Friday. The five most fun facts of the week, as found by Amy. Let's go. Number five. Warren Buffett is 91 years old and still drinks at least five cans of Coke every day. He drinks it with breakfast instead of coffee and then sometimes even drinks it while he eats his ice cream. It's a lot of Coke. He's not a diabetic? I don't know. Maybe, Everybody maybe processes he's so rich he figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> figured out diabetes. I don't know. Uh, th- that's crazy. I love a Coke. Me too. May have one a year at this point. A classic, regular Coke? Yeah, may have one a year. And it's not because I'm just like, oh, I can't have one. It, I just haven't had one in such a long time. Now when I have one, I'm like, oof, a lot of sugar. Mm-hmm. When's the last time you had a Mountain Dew? A long time, but that's even better. Oh, <laughs> yeah. A good, burn, a good burn of a Mountain Dew. Yeah. Mountain Dew. Man, that's so good. Number four. So Disney doesn't sell gum at their parks simply because of the mess that it would make. They don't want to have it readily available for guests. You can, however, pack your own gum if you want to have some on hand, but you won't find them selling it. There'd be gum stuck everywhere if that yeah. were the case. So many yeah. kids there. Number three. Which, speaking of gum, Jessica Simpson once developed an addiction to nicotine because she thought Nicorette was regular gum. So that what? her friend's mom, like, gave it to her and she chewed it and she said it was like a party in her mouth and she kept going back for more. I wonder if it's like, you know, because it's nicotine, if it feels like hot or like a carbonated water feels. Like if there's some sort of like... I don't know. Anybody ever had Nicorette? No. I don't know. Here's Lunchbox, here's the bit. You chew gum, Nicorette gum for a month. (laughs) No, I'll probably pass on that one, He's going to get addicted. (laughs) Yes, I know that. Number two. Bubble wrap was invented to be 3D wallpaper. That's the only reason it exists, and that idea never took off. People were not into it, but the guys who created it realized that it could be good as packing material. Viagra was for? Blood pressure. Blood pressure. And they realized different pressure. (laughs) (laughs) Number one. So Reed Hastings came up with the idea for Netflix when he rented Apollo 13 and wound up owing $40 in late fees. He thought, man, wouldn't it be great to have a rental service where you paid a flat rate and could keep the movies as long as you wanted? I mean, when Netflix started and I wasn't cool enough or didn't have the money to subscribe because, you know, it was whatever, 10, 12, 14 bucks a month. I don't remember. And they would send you DVDs and you'd queue it up. I remember I had a friend that had Netflix and he'd be like, I think I'm going to do this movie next. And then he had this second. So when you'd send it back, they'd just send you the other one. Yeah. And it was all mailed DVDs. Pretty cool. And then when they launched digital, I was like, that's weird. We're supposed to pay to watch shows online. And then Orange is the New Black is the first ever Netflix show I watched. Wow. And then I, I still haven't really watched much. I don't subscribe. 
But I think one day Netflix is going to catch on. <laughs> when I was in Netflix college, yeah. my friend and I basically thought of Netflix, my roommate and I. Because we didn't want to go to Blockbuster. Mean, no, we had this oh thought. Like, we wanted to rent a movie for a different reason than Reed here. We wanted to rent, but then we didn't want to leave the house to go to Blockbuster. And so we thought, wouldn't it be amazing if we created a delivery service where we went to Blockbuster and rented it for people and dropped it off at their houses? When Basically did you, When did you thing. think about that? So I thought it, of it in Uber college. Eats. Oh, because Netflix it was invented in 97. Well, that's not, when you're in college, not right? like it. No, before. But it wasn't. I didn't know of it <laughs> in college. But just having the idea. That's like, I have an idea. I like to go to Mars instead of build a house. I know. I thought about it for Good a long idea. time. I know. We but didn't You have execute. to actually figure out how to do it. Right. It's not just. That's yeah. the thing. We didn't. Yeah. But had we? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes had you. <laughs> I'm Amy. Those are my five fun facts. And here is the listener fun fact of the week. Oh, This yes. is Chloe from California. Hi, Bobby. Morning studio. Fun fact. When we're eating, it takes our stomach 20 minutes to tell our brain that we're full. Thanks so much. Love the show. 20 minutes? That's too late. Sometimes I get so full, I don't know how I'm going to handle them. Right. Oh. I'm just like, I'm so full, I don't know if I can function with even the body's normal functions. You can add a fun fact. Just say, hey, this is my fun fact for the week. 877-77-BOBBY. Amy, thank you. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on I'll be a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay it, but you know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in Hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight. And visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. When it comes to making cool graphics, I'm not very good at it. But every once in a while, if you see me do something, and I'm like, I made this. And you're like, I bet he hired someone. Nope. The truth is, I, I use Canva. Because you can take a dumb dumb like me that doesn't know a lot about graphic design. And because of the templates already built in, you can do things that look super cool. You can do like Mike D, who does know a bit about it. And it looks even cooler. Like, what do you use yours for? You can do it to make a pitch deck, and it looks like it took like a million hours to make, then like five minutes. And that's because a lot of the templates are already there. You can just build into it. Yeah, it's so quick. So supercharge your work docs with MagicWrite, which is Canva's AI text generator as well. Just start with a prompt. Describe what you want to say in a few words. MagicWrite will generate a draft in seconds. Tweak your draft, and then you're done. And tweaking it means just go ahead and read it, make sure it's like in your words. Or in my case, make sure you misspell something, right? Yeah. So tweak it. It's a serious time saver. It's a perfect way to beat the blank page. Magic Ride is powered by OpenAI. It's built into the Canva doc, so you get AI text generation right where you need it, where you write. No more copying and pasting from other programs. And again, it doesn't matter what you're doing. Canva will make you look like the smartest, greatest graphic designer of all time. So it's a perfect time saver. It's perfect if you're doing a presentation. Canva presentations might be the most visually impressive presentations you'll ever use. Start with using a stunning template. Use it as a springboard for your design. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. 
When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Carrie Underwood announced her new album, Denim and Rhinestones, coming out on June 10th. Here's a clip of the album's title track. Ballerini dropped her new song called Heart First. Miranda Lambert released the song Actin' Up from her upcoming album Palomino. Wendell released his album today. It's called Stereotype. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So members of the Curves Fitness Club in North Platte, Nebraska, they have made a huge impact in their community. But what they're doing is super cool. So there's the morning crew that works out at the gym. And then they have the people that come after work, the nighttime crew. Well, they've started a competition between morning and night of who can bring in the most food to donate to the local food bank. And this is something they've been doing for years. And I thought, well, this is a cool story to share because maybe other fitness clubs would want to get in on this. And it's 
it's a big competition and encourage people to bring more. And this year, they were able to donate more than 3,000 pounds of wow. non-perishable items. And again, they've been doing this for years. And in total, this Curves location has donated more than 43,000 pounds, which has helped thousands of people throughout the years. That's pretty cool. I yeah. know. Yeah, good job. Just to put a little competition into it and people at the gym, you raise more. That's true. Yeah. Yes, yes. What shift are you? Uh, oh, late afternoon. <laughs> late afternoon. I work out 3 p.m. I'm already tired. And every day, it's like, oh, you look tired today. Even I just look tired naturally. <laughs> it's just every the way day, it is. And then we do the workout, <laughs> yeah. All right, nice job to those people in North Platte. Curve, shout out. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. It's time for the Employee of the Month Yay! celebration. Yay! Somebody on the show will be named Employee of the Month. And so, last month, Abby, our phone screener, won. I believe it was the second time she'd won the award. Amazing. So, it was back-to-back. Yeah, it was really cool. If your name is not called, you have to give the speech you would have given had you won. We just heard Eddie don't, doesn't have a speech. Oh, I got it. No, we just we, we heard it's you go. It's in the dome. No, Morgan goes, Eddie doesn't read his emails. <laughs> so you didn't even write a speech. Um, come on. When you know you're the winner, you know you're the winner, and you know who you're going to think. Okay. Well, here are the options. If you win... You can spin the wheel of cash. Oh. And on the wheel of cash, you can win anything from $1 to $20 to $50 to $100. Oh, my. How many spins we get? One spin. Oh. Or you get permission to use my parking spot anytime I'm not here. After hours, weekends, for a whole month. It's the best parking spot. In my last contract, I had to negotiate it to get a spot in the garage. It's a nice one. You get to pick. Or... You can promote whatever you want for 15 seconds on the air and get a dedicated Employee of the Month post on the Bobby Bone Show Instagram. Wow. We will also post a photo of you and display it in the green room as Employee of the Month. So you get to choose from those three. Okay? Wheel, self-promotion, or parking lot. Let's go. The first person to not win Employee of the Month is Abby. She won the last two. She didn't win this time. Abby, please say a little something. If you would have won, what would you have said? Okay. Thank you, Bobby, for choosing me again for the third month in a row. But not really. And thank you for my co thank you to my coworkers and listeners for their support. This award goes out there to the kids or anyone really listening. Um, you know, in life, there's going to be people that try to bring you down and tell you that you're terrible at what you do. Oh. But you have to take that and use it as motivation to go out and do it anyway. I read an inspirational quote one time. All right, time. time's up. All right, oh. there we Gosh, go. Gosh dang it. Yeah, get we, the quote in. Okay, we got to go quick. Abby's like. <laughs> I, did, I forgot I had a time limit. <laughs> Read your quote, Abby. Go ahead. Okay. If people aren't laughing at your dreams, they aren't big enough. Okay. There you go. That was worth it. Uh, <laughs> the, the next person who didn't win is Ray. Ray, go ahead. All right. Oh, let me get in win mode. So every time I drive into work, I always wonder, what's my point in life? What's this point of this job? Oh, what's the point of driving down this road? But then I get to work and I start to realize I have a point. I see a board in front of me. I control it for all of America. And then you guys arrive hours later. And I'm like, I enjoy working with them. That's my point. Uh. And I get recognized for enjoying what I do. That's the point of life and my point. Great speech, buddy. <laughs> wow. Ray didn't win. And that would have been the speech. Either. Yeah. <laughs> no way he wrote a speech. <laughs> Why are you calling other people out? Because that's called, not employee the month you behavior. Me out. That's not employee of the month behavior. <laughs> uh, Morgan, you didn't win either. Dang! I know, I'm sorry. Uh, Morgan, go ahead. 
Well, I'd like to thank Bobby and all the show members and all the listeners for constantly supporting me in this role and almost always being kind on the internet. This is a special job and I don't ever take it for granted. And this is another award I will hold highly on the shelf in my bedroom. So thank you. She didn't win though. Wow. (laughs) That's a good speech though. But by the way, you worked very hard. So, you know, it was a big, there's been some big bits that have happened. Like Amy's with Ryan Hurd was like a three week bit. And it was great. It's true. It's all right. And the performance actually was in April, so you can't win March Employee of the Month because of that. So you you had a good month, but you did not win, Amy. Oh. I know. Hey. What? You had a good month. I don't know. You had a good month. You had a good month. So do you have a speech you'd like to read? I do. Okay. Wow, what an honor this is though it probably has lunchbox in a tiz. <laughs> I first want to thank everyone in this room, as well as my friends that let me tell each and every dating doom. My kids also give me She's lots. She's trying to rhyme. It's not really it's rhyming rhyme. like, she, like she thought it would, but you're doing good. Stop interrupting, Eddie. Yeah, go ahead. My kids also give me stuff to talk about, but stuff like singing with Ryan Hurd is all me, no doubt. I am taking home this employee of the month with pride, and I'm so happy to have a job that I love. What a wild ride. Pretty good, pretty good. You didn't win, but that's a pretty good speech if you want to. I you, did it. And you put time into it, which. I did. Eddie. What's up? Didn't even know this Is was happening. Is he winning it? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Hey, that, he didn't win. That's the whole no, point. No, we know no, who won now. No. We know who won. I cannot believe it hey, has hey, happened. Hey, hey, relax. Let's Go. No, Eddie, you're out. You already know you're out. There are two. That's why you know you didn't write a speech because you had no hope of winning and you knew it. You're like, man, I sucked this one. And did I just move Eddie to the end because I yes. knew he didn't write a speech? Exactly. I don't know. So, yeah. Yes. Uh, Amy, I don't know either. Let's this go. person for Employee of the Month has really stepped up their contributions to go the ahead. show. Let's go. What? What? If oh, you look, stepped up. I'm out. If you look back on the most talked about topics from this last month, this show member has been the jackhammer of content. Boom! They call me the jackhammer at home, too. They do? Oh, my gosh. Okay. Yes, they do. So yeah. I'm going to let you both read your speech now, and then I will declare one of you win. Go ahead, Eddie. Eddie, you don't have a speech. Yeah. Oh, I have a speech. You don't. You didn't write one. Go ahead. Wow. Guys, I- I'm shocked. I'm so shocked I had nothing prepared. Uh... I guess, you know what? I want to thank Amy. She brought up something really big. She showed up at 4 o'clock when everyone was home and realized something that she'd never seen before. Wow, Eddie's still here working. That's what I do, and I'm so glad, Amy, that you finally shined a spotlight on it and told everyone that I work so hard on this show. Thank you so much. Bobby, thank you, man. Love you, dude. Okay, that's Eddie's speech. Lunchbox, if you win, the speech you would give is... Eat it! Eat it, guys! Oh, Listen, what? you guys said I would never be here. Dr. Evans, yeah, my high school math teacher that said I was going nowhere in life. How do you like me now? Hey, Eddie, Amy, Morgan number two, Ray, Abby. Listen, Mike D, you too. I got- <laughs> Keep going, your time. He's thinking what to no, say. No, no. Is this written I down? I don't need... Is this y- written down? Yes, it is written down. Can you, Eddie, uh-huh. do you see it? No, there's nothing no, on no, there. No, it's an I'm email. Not, I, it, I've got it. I don't need to brag about what I do. My work shows for itself. You guys don't appreciate me. And when I my There's alarm no speech, go- Scooby, he's nothing. making it up. Okay, nope. so he also didn't have a speech. My alarm goes <laughs> okay. off at 4 a.m. No, right. you're not listen. My alarm goes yeah. off at 4 a.m. And I think, man, I could take the day off, but the show would suck without me, and we all know it. And that's why I am employee of the month. Thank you. You all the two people who went to the finals, neither had a speech. Uh-huh. I had a speech. Because we didn't expect we were gonna win. No, I knew but I was gonna win. You're supposed to have a speech. By the for way, Scuba and Mike are not in the running. 
Just so everybody knows. Because yeah. they would we win every... This out. Yeah. We figured this out the panel. For yes, yes. Okay, here we go. There is a winner. This person That is, is Z. That is me. That is, that is Z. Z. <laughs> I, I don't even... We learned, we learned life lessons with this person over the last month. Life lessons. It's me. We went through and looked at every piece of content and things that lasted, and we did. And the winner is... Eddie. Whoa! Whoa! You want to hear some of the bits that did the biggest? There's no yeah, chance. That is shocking. There's Go no ahead. chance. The lesson of the milkshake. Yes. Big one. Big life lesson. Passing out in the shower, a multi-segment situation where doctors ended up calling in. I almost died. Eddie the dad, the punishment with the kids, the tablet being still. Whenever we wow. looked at all of the bits, the only person that had provided more material, period, was Amy. But when it came to big... Segment, you you were the employee of the month. You're month. calling me the jackhammer? You are the jackhammer. The jackhammer of the show? Our employee of the month, yeah! Eddie! Amy, give what? me some love. Come on. What month was the milkshake? March. Uh, this, yeah, March. March. Yeah. Interesting. So you did win. Wow, okay. Now I get to decide my prize. Now, would you like to spin the wheel of cash? I don't like the wheel, but there's a lot of money on the... Ooh, it's on 100 right now. Would you like to get the self-promotion for 15 seconds and a post on the Bobby Bones Instagram page that says Eddie's employee of the month and a picture in the green room? Mm, or would you like to get a permission to have my parking spot at all hours when I'm not here? Okay. Parking spot, I already parked next to you. No big deal. Uh, the whole attention thing, I don't really want to bring attention to me. I want the money bones. Spin the Let's wheel? spin that wheel because it's on 100 right now. Let's make it land on 100 again. Let's make some money. Lunchbox, should he get more than one spin? No. Okay. <laughs> hey, I why mean, are you so I, quiet, buddy? I, I, why are you so quiet? Uh, Lunchbox, I'm sorry. I, I mean, whatever. Hard. Eddie, I, mean, I had the biggest yeah, yeah, yeah. segment of yeah, all time. Are you okay. ready? Okay, quiet, guys. Go ahead. Here we go. Come Give me on. one dollar. Let's it's spin that wheel! Dollar, 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 one hundred, dollar, dollar, dollar. One dollar. Okay. Hey, you know what? I'm one dollar richer. <laughs> Wow. wow. Amy, why are you rooting against Eddie? Yeah, what did I do to you? I don't know. <laughs> Ever since that gift card, man. No, okay. it's just, uh, he wins everything. That's it, Eddie. Oh, I win everything. You've never won this award. Never. We will see you next month. <laughs> we'll be back next segment. We'll see you next month. The Ram 1500 exceeds all expectations and redefines what a truck can do with optional features like a 12-inch touchscreen, digital rearview mirror, multifunctional tailgate, and a panoramic sunroof. So if you're thinking about switching trucks, now's the time. Learn more at Ram.com. This is Mike from Albany, New York. Just want to let you guys know, I've been listening to you for about a year now. Your show is really great. Um, I actually at first felt bad about not listening to our local show, but you guys are just so much more interesting and funny. Hey, listen, have a good day. Thank you. Don't feel bad. He made the right choice. Yeah, it's, it is the absolute right choice. <laughs> <laughs> um, secondly, you know, sometimes there are those, oh, we want to listen to local shows. Yes, just it's a you know if they do a better show, go listen to them. And then also it's like, well, I want to support people who are local. Do you ever hang out with them? Like if you hang out with them as much as you hang out with us, isn't local Earth? Yeah, in a weird way. Yeah, isn't local oh, wow. America? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So unless they're like your cousin and you see at Chili's, what's the difference? You ain't gonna see them anyway. So isn't local? Uh oh. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead, man. This is going to so, get good. Okay, I won't do it. I won't get, it won't get any better. <laughs> I can see the radio blogs writing all about this now. Uh, here is Lindsay from Cedar Rapids, Iowa. 
I don't know why, but I need to know if Lunchbox helped his neighbor move the car. But I don't think we ever heard if he actually followed through. Let me know. Thanks. Yeah, so you knocked on his door. He said, hey, would you move the car? Did the car ever get moved? Uh, no, he's been dodging me. The car still hasn't been moved? Hasn't been moved. Dodging me. Like, he, I go to the door, won't answer. Nothing. Like, I was going to... I was going to give him a couple more days and go back over there. I, I don't uh. know. I was going to come back to you guys, but this voicemail, yeah, still there. All right, then let's bring this up Monday or Tuesday on the show. So okay. I'm glad this voicemail happened. We can play it now, but we'll play it again Monday or Tuesday, and we'll readdress this. Because I think okay. th- I didn't know this update. Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So I'm about to invest in my first Kickstarter campaign ever. It makes me feel like an investor so in something big. So you're paying money for someone's creative endeavor? Yeah, so someone is working on a wearable air conditioning collar. Now you might say, I've seen those before. I've seen those I before. I haven't. Yeah, I wore. I had one at your wedding around my neck to stay. Oh, I've seen those little mm-hmm. contraptions. Yeah. yeah, you put them on your neck. They're great at music festivals, hot days, sporting events, stuff I like feel that. Like you're reading a commercial. For <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> you're selling us something. I don't even know the name of the. Yeah. I don't even know if the product has a name yet. But what's different about this one is those the old models, the things that we currently have, they circulate current air that's out there. So if it's hot air, it's just fanning hot air on you. Well, what this would do, it was have eight hours of charge and you put it around your neck and it has a cooling system. And so it'll deliver air that's like seven degrees lower than wherever you are. I think it's great. Fine. Or but maybe. I, I can't charge anything else. I'm charged out. I get every every hole in my house has some sort of charger in it. Every hole in my house, every hole in my body. Got some sort of thing <laughs> charging right now. Yeah. I got uh, Apple watches or phones or computers. It's like... Charge, charge, charge. Yeah. Well, this I would invest in and I would wear it if I'm hot outside and I put it around my neck. And I must say that also there's an extra cool mode that you can click it to that'll go 18 degrees colder well, than where like you are. Freezing. I so, would lose the charger because mm-hmm. this one wouldn't match the rest. <laughs> They've now raised $102,000 to start building this. And oh, I just. Passionate. We spent three minutes on this thing. I just hope wow. that it ends up being a real thing and this isn't like a Theranos and I'm going to end up investing in it and there's really no product at all available. So I'll keep y'all posted. So Twitter might be adding an edit feature to the platform. Thank e- you, Elon Musk. Yeah. Yes. Elon Musk, who founded Tesla, he asked users to vote on whether such a feature should be added. And they say that Twitter Blue, which I don't even know what I that means. It. What is Twitter Blue? Yeah, you pay for it. What? Really? Mm-hmm. I have it. So you said it's, it's Twitter's paid feature. And what I can do on Twitter Blue, it's not anything groundbreaking but when i post a tweet it shows me the tweet as it's posted and it goes read it real quick and if you still think it looks good or that edits uh we'll post it you can't fix it after that there's some articles too that cut commercials out uh, but for the most part it's just like 2.99 a month wow i had no idea you were a member but do you know why elon musk even cares yes because he invested in twitter he's now on the board he bought nine oh, percent of it wow okay. yeah like quietly of bought nine percent of it yep so yeah. now they put him on the board but he's the biggest. He owns more Twitter than anybody else, Crazy. even the founder, Jack Dorsey. Twitter blue people like Bobby, they're the ones testing out the feature in the coming months, and then maybe it'll be dropped to all of us, all of us common folk. Yeah, right Twitter. now there is not, there's no option to do that, but okay. It's coming to yeah. you soon, so heads up since you have it. And so this is something that was posted to Reddit. Someone listed the top five shortest female country artists. I want to see how many you can get. All They're all alive. alive. All All relevant. Still putting out current music? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Who do I know that's short? Um, or one of them at least is on a current collab. Uh, Jesse James Decker is pretty short. Yeah. 
Is she on the list? Not in top five. Okay. She she maybe would be. I don't know. She might be one of these heights, but she's not on the list. Carrie is small, but I don't know that That's she's the short. shortest. Is she on the list? She is. Yeah, how tall? 5'3". Oh, wow. She's that short? Yeah. But huh. it's also tricky because they these the artists that come in often wear heels. It's rare, rarely a flat. True. Think of like the most famous artist Fam- we have. The most famous. Maybe, most famous female country artist. Dolly? And we, mm-hmm. How tall is she? I don't know. I bet she makes a joke about her hair, though, being six inches taller. <laughs> I don't know what. She's five feet. Mm. And, and then she's always wearing heels. Were you guys in here when some? Because I did it. I did a thing with Dolly. We interviewed her on the show, and it was when she was talking about her book and stuff. And then somebody was here in studio, and they were like, "Hey, I was with Dolly when she was doing that interview," and because it was all Zoom. And she finished, and she was like, "Hey, who was that again?" And they were like, "Bobby Bones." And she was like, "Oh no!" She goes, "I'd have been much funnier. I didn't know that's Bobby." And it was after we had already hung up. <laughs> no, we didn't know what? about this. Was oh, that the no. only one in here for that? Yeah. I didn't hear it was that. really funny. And she was like, oh, I actually like him. I'd have been funnier. She just couldn't <laughs> tell because we were the first interview and it was Zoom and it wasn't connecting quickly. Um, okay, so Dolly, who else? Read the rest. Maren Morris at 5'1. Maren, oh, yes. Miranda Lambert at 5'4. And then wow. Shania Twain is tied with Miranda. I wouldn't at that have put height. Miranda on there. Okay, there you go. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Macario was on his way to work when he rolled into the gas station at 7 o'clock in the morning, getting something to drink, something to eat, talking to the cashier. He's like, hey, have you heard about that silver alert for Thelma Bates, the 82-year-old that went missing? She has dementia. They haven't seen her in 12 hours. He's like... Man, no, I haven't. So he got back in his truck. He's like, if I'm a little late to work, that's fine. So he drives around, drives around. A few minutes later, he finds Thelma Bates out in the cold, 12 degrees, no shoes. He picks her up, puts her in. walking? Yeah. She has dementia. She didn't know where she was. Wow. And so he put her in the truck and took her to the hospital, got her treatment, and the local news rewarded him with $400. Go around. Drive around. Yeah. Looking it for people. Doesn't matter if you're late for work. Yeah. yeah. I, if, as long as you find somebody, you can be late here. Yeah, <laughs> but I got I need a silver alert to be sent out. Hey, and there's a lot of them. <laughs> just go and do a be vigilante. Shut yeah, but now he's going to start get, asking random people to get in his car. That's hey, excuse though. me. Are you lost, man? <laughs> you you kind of look like Thelma. You just want to get on the news so bad. <laughs> that would be so that cool, would be though. That would be so cool. That would be Hey, good for him. That's an awesome story. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. <laughs> Time is money. Don't waste either with repeated trips to the post office. It's all about Stamps.com. Your life will be so much easier. Stamps.com lets you print official postage right from your computer. Saves you money in the process. Spend less time at the post office, more time making your customers happy, or just hanging out, having a life, you know? Here at the Bobby Bone Show, we love simple and easy. That's why we use Stamps.com to send out prizes and our mail. It could not be easier if you're an office sending invoices, an Etsy shop, a radio show, a warehouse... Stamps.com will make your life easier. You just need a regular computer, standard printer, no special supplies or equipment. You'll be up and running in minutes. You will love Stamps.com. So stop overpaying with Stamps.com. Sign up with the promo code BONES for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, free postage, and a digital scale. No long-term commitments, no long-term contracts. Go to Stamps.com. Click the microphone at the top of the page. Enter the code BONES. Stamps.com eBay, Etsy, whatever you're doing. Stamps.com, enter the code BONES. Tim McGraw in studio in the next 15 minutes. Super pumped about this. But first, 
Amy's joke. All right, here we go. Morning corny. The morning corny. So one time my dog ate all the Scrabble tiles. Your dog ate all the Scrabble tiles? Yeah, and for days he kept leaving little messages around the house. <laughs> Is this why you were laughing? Just no. You she were laughing read a joke this? a minute ago or she read something and she laughed so hard in the studio. Was that it? Yeah. Really? No, yeah. Little ma- okay, there you go. Cute, huh? That was the Morning Corny. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay it, but you know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. When it comes to making cool graphics, I'm not very good at it. But every once in a while, if you see me do something, and I'm like, I made this. And you're like, I bet he hired someone. Nope. The truth is, I, I use Canva because you can take a dumb dumb like me that doesn't know a lot about graphic design. And because of the templates already built in, you can do things that look super cool. You can do like Mike D, who does know a bit about it, and it looks even cooler. Like, what do you use yours for? You can do it to make a pitch deck, and it looks like it took like a million hours to make, then like five minutes. And that's because a lot of the templates are already there. You can just build into it. Yeah, it's so quick. So supercharge your work docs with MagicWrite, which is Canva's AI text generator as well. Just start with a prompt. Describe what you want to say in a few words. MagicWrite will generate a draft in seconds. Tweak your draft, and then you're done. And tweaking it means just go ahead and read it make sure it's like in your words. Or in my case, make sure you misspell something, right? Yeah. So tweak it. It's a serious time saver. It's a perfect way to beat the blank page. Magic Ride is powered by OpenAI. It's built into the Canva doc, so you get AI text generation right where you need it, where you write. No more copying and pasting from other programs. And again, it doesn't matter what you're doing. Canva will make you look like the smartest, greatest graphic designer of all time. So it's a perfect time saver. It's perfect if you're doing a presentation. Canva presentations might be the most visually impressive presentations you'll ever use. Start with using a stunning template. Use it as a springboard for your design. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. 
join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Friday Morning Conversation with Tim McGraw. How you doing, buddy? I'm good. I'm good. uh, We were talking about your tour before we came on the air here, and I just wonder, is there a tour shape that you feel like you have to be in before you hop on stage? Or can you play yourself in shape like ballplayers do? Well, I try to stay pretty close most of the time. Um, but it's a whole different kind of shape in tour because the workouts are a lot harder. I mean, we we do two or three days when we're on tour, and you know, and the and the shows are pretty high energy. So, you know, it, it it's the breath is the is the main thing. It's get, getting your cardio back up. Yeah, I guess, yeah. and and that was my point is that I've seen your shows. They're very high energy, mm-hmm. and the breathing as you're singing songs and running around. Well, I, do you ever have the guys go, <sighs> like you give them a sign, like, guys, cover me for a second and catch my breath? <laughs> There's been times before shows where I said, guys, tonight I'm going to need you guys to step out front and give me a little more energy because I'm a little tired. There's been a few of those nights. But, uh, you know, by the time we by the time we hit hit the stage, we're pretty ready. You know, the the biggest deal now is um, remembering words. <laughs> that's, the, that's the hardest thing because, you know, after the last six months or so, you know, remembering lines to a script and then um, coming back home. And now I'm in the middle of working on a new album as well. And we're going into tour production rehearsal. So remembering the words is the toughest part, but it, it usually comes back pretty quickly. Do you keep a prompter at all up there? No, I haven't got to that point yet. But but uh, by the time I get to that point, I won't be able to read it. Anyway. <laughs> Your eyes have gone so bad you can't read it. so bad by that time I can't read it. So I better remember them. Tim's launching his first solo tour in six years. Starts April 29th. Uh, 17 cities. It's been six years, huh? Yeah, since you've six done a whole since solo, the solo tour. tour. Yeah, the last tour was Faith and I for Soul to Soul for two years. And then, you know, COVID and, 18, uh, you know, all the other stuff we've been doing, It um, it's been a while. I yeah. guess because you've been so present and you've been killing it in all these other areas, it it doesn't feel like it's been that long, but it has been that long. It has been. I hope it doesn't feel like that long. I hope everybody's not forgotten me. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm, but I'm looking forward to it. I mean, it's... Uh, I mean, there's nothing like, I mean, you know, you've been up there on stage. There's nothing like that energy from the crowd and that, that um, instant gratification. And and to me, I feel like, I'm bragging a bit on my band, I feel like I have the best band in the world. So to be on stage with these great musicians and to be able to play these, these songs that, that, that I love and recorded throughout my career, it's, um, 
it's pretty special. And and I, and I love the whole creative part that we're starting to get into now, the stage design, the lighting design, the video design, and how it all meshes together and how it all flows together. That's a... That's something that I really enjoy doing, that creative process. You get tickets at timmcgraw.com, obviously. What it, but what creatively, it's funny you bring that up because I feel like at this stage you've done a bit of everything at ma- all levels. Like you've acted in massive movies and TV shows. You've done music as, as big as you can get. Like what now inspires you to just continue creating? You know, I think just wanting to get better. I mean, at really, what though? Well, just I, I mean, I think the the instant that you think that you can't get any better, or the instant that you think that you that you're like I've got it covered, I think is is probably the time to hang it up. I mean, and for me, uh, musically, I feel like I'm I'm just you know finding great songs and still love going in the studio and recording them. Still love playing live. Um, doing the acting is I think it inspires me more creatively musically. So I think every time I do a, a, a creative project, it sort of ups the ante of what I expect from myself. What's the hardest thing? And, and what's the difference, I, I guess, in when you did, when you do a movie, mm-hmm. um, let's say um, when you did uh, Sandra Bullock, um, what's, well, Blind, Blind Side. Side. Blind Side. Yeah, one, yeah. one of my good friends is the literal kid, S.J. Tui. Oh, so I yeah, should have yeah, yeah, known kid, that. Yes. Kid, yeah. I mean, now he's an adult, you know, yeah, yeah. head of football operations at UCF. Sure. But when you do athlete, the, yeah. that movie versus when you do a television show, what are the differences in how you have to actually perform? Well, I mean, for one thing, there, there's no sort of feedback, really, when you're doing a movie or you're doing a TV show. You know, everybody's on set, you're doing the scenes, and it's not like, you know, you don't, it's not like <laughs> this big applause at the end of every scene that you do. You know, you just do it and move on. So it's hard to know how it's gone you know is there a difference in doing the two though like a movie between a movie and yeah, a series like, and how you have to act well not how you have to act I don't think I think the, the acting is just really is inspired by the writing more than anything I mean when in the world that's created by the, the producers and, and the directors the world that they create that puts you in it um, and then you get into costume and that stuff and it puts you right into the to the moment um, the TV series was pro- was the hardest job I've ever had I mean, and I grew up working on a farm, you know, moving irrigation systems and driving tractors. And so that we did and, and to be able to do it with faith was fantastic. But we we spent five or six months, 14 hours a day, six days a week, probably three, three hours of sleep a night just to just to do this thing and, and out in the elements every day. But but look, it was it was fantastic and inspiration. I'm grateful I got to do it. Um I grew up riding horses, so to be on horses every day and roping and chasing bad guys, I mean, and you know, wearing the chaps and the cowboy hat and carrying the pistols around. I mean, it was it was every little boy's dream, I guess, to do something like that. And I got to play a badass, so I mean, that was pretty cool. Did it make you want to uh, get a place and kind of live that life a little more, or the opposite? By the end of it, I was I was (laughs) I was was a little over it by the end of it. with all of your acting, and Lunchbox here on the show has been taking acting classes. He he yeah. he takes them on Zoom only, and he pays three hundred bucks yeah, a month. And it's only on Zoom because of COVID, so we weren't meeting in person. So that's it. Right, but still, it's still on Zoom. Yeah, right now it is. But do you enjoy it? Love it. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. so fun. This yeah. is what they do. They take scripts from TV shows and just read them. Right. And so, do you feel like you could actually learn 
on Zoom, and do you feel like 300 bucks a month to just read scripts from TV shows? <laughs> do you feel like that's pretty fair? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, <laughs> you know, look, it, 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 it just depends on what, what, it, what you get out of it. I Man, guess, he's him and Han a lot. I've never <laughs> taken an acting class. Never? So I, that no, was my question. Yeah, ever? I, never, no, I've never taken an acting class, so I probably should. <laughs> you have to do those videos where they're like, okay, uh, make us a video of you acting out a scene. Did you ever have to do that early on in your acting career? No, um, you know, because most of my videos weren't really acting involved. I mean, here's the hardest thing, I think, from making music videos to making a movie or or TV series, I guess, or anything else is being a musician and making videos, you're so attuned to looking at the camera. And the last thing you want to do when you're making a movie or, or doing a show is to look at the camera. So there's plenty of times where I have to like force myself not to look at the camera especially when it's right here and then you're having to deliver a line that's just right off camera so making sure your eyes don't just drift to the camera and you start you hey you know doing a song have you ever noticed you looking at the camera like slightly uh there's been a few times where I, there's been a few takes where I, been a few takes where i look at them and said you know we need to redo that because i think i looked at the camera yeah so you have an honorary doctorate which I, from university of louisiana monroe back in 2001 mm-hmm. oh wow do you ever sign or do you ever jokingly say Dr. McGraw? No. <laughs> I wouldn't dare do that. No. <laughs> Especially since it's honorary. I didn't put the work in. <laughs> and Lunchbox, is there something you'd like to say about this? Yeah, it's a joke that you have an honorary doctorate. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, yeah. It's an absolute joke. Oh it's an absolute joke. Yeah, I there's agree. no way they should give that I to you. I didn't even graduate from college. <laughs> exactly. So. That's what I'm saying. And they give you an honorary doctorate. Like, Tim, I'm sorry, but you don't deserve that. <laughs> okay. It's well, an it's honorary. Yes. So, it's an, yeah. Right. He has done so much that they want to honor him. <laughs> he's not a literate. He can't go and do surgery on somebody today. I understand well, that. I would try. Again, he can't do <laughs> surgery on someone today. So, did when you did you speak when they gave you that doctor? I did. Yeah, I gave a speech. And all those kids there going, "Why is this guy yeah, up here? No, he didn't do yeah, it. He didn't even go to class." Okay, you two stop ganging up together. These guys, I busted my ass doing exactly. all this work, and here, here, this Yahoo comes up here and giving a speech with his gown and his doctor stripes and all that stuff. Honorary though. Yeah, it's honorary. An honorary. That's, it's honorary, and, I was, okay. and I'm very honored and grateful that that they gave that to me. I didn't expect you two to gang up on me on that one. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> of all the scenarios there, that was not one that I had seen. It. Just beat me up. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, before I, when you talk about filming these long episodes mm-hmm. and the elements, were you still waking up way early to work out? Even yeah, though, I oh, mean, uh, it was on. probably two thirty, three o'clock every morning because our call time usually was about four, four fifteen, four thirty every morning, and then we'd shoot till seven or so, and and get home and eat, and then it was to bed. But you know, the cool here's the coolest thing about it, and and kudos to my wife who blew me away on this show, and it's the first time we ever done any acting together. The coolest thing was to go home with your acting partner and your life partner and to lay in bed at night and talk about the scenes that you did today, especially when things went really well, and to lay there and sort of have that sort of giddiness of of having a great day's work and being able to do this and, and being how grateful we were in our at this point in our careers to be able to go do something like that that you know and you and you never know how something's going to turn out you know it was great taylor sheridan's a brilliant writer and he creates these great worlds and it was amazing to be there and amazing to be a part of it work with sam elliott i mean just all the great people that we got to work with and everybody bought their a game every single day so to constantly learn every day and to be home go home and discuss it with with your wife who just you just did scenes with that day was was pretty special Amy was talking about a story where it said you and Faith like to road trip, or the story was like yeah. you drive to. 
Is that true? Like you will get in and just drive to California? Yeah, we've 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 done that four or five times during, especially during COVID, which which is the coolest part about it, and all the bad things with COVID. But the coolest part for us was being able to drive across country and put our mask on and go into the truck stops where nobody could recognize us and get those nasty taquitos that are rolling on the roller thing. That was like our go-to. Let's go get these taquitos because nobody can tell it's us. I bet with the mask, you were able to go a lot of places that probably you weren't able to go before. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but the was... black cowboy hat didn't tell him it was you? <laughs> yeah, 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 I, yeah, I wear that everywhere. <laughs> I, I assume you go to Target. You go to Target with a black cowboy hat. Now I wear my chaps, too. There, yeah. See? And the beard. Yeah. put the beard back on, the big yeah. fake beard. From no, it was a real beard. But the new one would have to be fake. The new you cut one would have to be fake, yeah, because I couldn't, I couldn't wait to shave that. And anybody, that was the first thing I did. I think we wrapped at like 4 in the morning on a Sunday morning. And the first thing I did was shave. I couldn't I couldn't wait to get rid of it. And and anybody that, like you guys, have seen, anybody that's seen me when I have a regular beard knows that my beard is gray. I mean, it's pretty much solid gray. So the hardest part about dealing with that the whole time was keeping it dyed so it matched and, and continuation for, for every scene. So that was a constant work. Tim McGraw is here. We're talking about the tour, and I hope you guys go. It's all over. It starts April 29th. Uh, Russell Dickerson, one of our good buddies, yeah, is out on guy. with you. Alexandra yeah. Kay and Brandon Davis. And it's been six years since he's done a solo tour. Tickets at timmcgraw.com. I wonder, because I've been lucky enough to be near when you're about to start a show. Mm-hmm. And it's it feels like, and I'll give a terrible analogy, uh, when I played football, you the few minutes before, the 20 minutes before, you listen to music, you're, getting, you're trying to get in the zone, you're getting pumped up, you don't want a lot of st- a lot of things stimulating you except for what the goal, like you are getting fired up. Yeah, that's not a terrible analogy because that's the exact same analogy I use when I'm talking about it. It's like being in the locker room before a game. You sort of find that zone, and I, I love to pace before I go on stage, and I sort of get that 10,000-yard stare and just sort of find find that zone. and find, You know, you're, you're always you're, you're looking for that guy. You know, Do you stretch? You well, you stretch. Yeah, I stretch a lot before I go out because usually we've had a pretty hard workout during the day, so i got to stretch it all out because thing, things don't operate the way <laughs> the same way they used to if you don't stretch. If you're in boots, you ever slip? Uh, you know, knock on wood. Yeah, terrible question. It, just, uh, just don't even answer. I, just don't even answer uh, the question. Once or twice in my career I've, I've, I've taken a fall, but but rarely. Thank God. The new single, 7500 OBO. Mm. Um is a great song, and I think it represents a lot of like how I grew up and you know the the small town that mm-hmm. I grew up in and a lot of the values. Uh, we Eddie and I were going to a birthday party. We went to a birthday party. One of our friends, a songwriter, and you know I think one of the people that wrote the song, one of the girls, was like, "Hey, I got this new song. Tim just cut it." And we were like, "Oh, I wonder if this will ever be a single." It was so, and she played it, and we were all like, "Oh, it's such a good song." <laughs> yeah. And then here it is, and it's just doing so well. Like, what drew you to this song? Well. At first, I mean, I loved the song right off the bat because it just sounded so different, and the phrasing was so different for me. It was something different than I'd done, so I liked it. But there was a moment where I wasn't sure that I would cut it because it name-checked my songs. So I thought, all right, is that cool for me to do a song that name-checks my songs? But it was such a different song and such a cool song and such a good vibe that we had to give it a shot in the studio. And when we went in and cut it, Byron and I sort of looked at each other because it blew up in the studio when we were recording. We sort of looked at each other and said, you know, and and Here on Earth was probably my favorite album I've ever made. And there were a lot of great songs on that album. So for this one to sort of stand up and raise his hand and say this one needs to be heard, I'm so happy that it that it got on the radio and, and is getting played because it is different and it is 
I, I like the sound of it. It's pretty cool. And secondly, when we shot the video, I got to do it with my, my baby daughter, Audrey, who played the lead role in it. So that made it even extra special. Two final questions for you. My first one is, you know, with we've talked a lot about your successes, but you know, was there a moment in your career that you look back at that was a massive failure and you go, I'm really glad that happened because I learned a lot from it that allowed a lot of those successes. Well, you know, you always learn more from your failures than you do your successes. And, you know, I certainly have had my moments where I wasn't the best person I could be or the best artist I could be. You know, I've had those moments for sure. Um, but the biggest massive failure and embarrassment that I had was at the Grammy Cares one year. Um, Bruce Springsteen, who's a friend of mine and one of my favorite people in the world, asked Faith and I to to do Tougher Than the Rest together for his the honor of honoring him at the at the thing. And there were all these huge artists were there. I mean, Neil Young, I mean, you, Sting, you name it, they were all there performing Springsteen songs. And, and anybody that knows Springsteen, you know, it's so hard to cover his songs because a lot of them are so left-footed and, and wordy and all that kind of stuff. I mean, anyway, we got up and I said, sure, we'll, we'll get up and sing. So we all were all on stage. All these artists are on, on stage. And it was one of those songs where everybody knows the first verse and knows the chorus, but nobody ever really knows the second verse. So we're standing there, and he turns around and says, hey, Black Hat, come sing the second verse. And I'm like, I can pull this off. And I go up, and I just a total fail. I couldn't find the phrasing. I didn't know the words. I mean, it was terrible, and I was so embarrassed. It was one of those nights I've just ruined my career. I've just ruined my career. Luckily, it, because it aired, luckily I got to go back and fix it, and they were able to cut away, and and so it didn't look like I forgot the words. But it was it was uh, it was one of those things. I can't do it on in front of everybody, but Faith was standing beside me, and I got up and sang, tried to sing it. And when I stepped back, she did like a little bit of a side step away from me. <laughs> like, like, I don't know, I don't know guy. that guy. That's funny. Oh no. Uh, my final question is: with all of the massive. Um, recording success that you've had of all the songs was there ever one of your massive songs that you almost did not record because you're like i don't know if this this i don't know if this is it and then it, you did because somebody else was like tim this is a great song and then all of a sudden boom it's a massive hit i like it i love it it was it was one of those things but only because i mean i love the song but only because i had come it had indian outlaw not too long before that and i thought you know i just don't want to be this guy that sings all these novelty songs. And and to me, I thought it was sort of a novelty song at, at the beginning. Now I really love it and, and love the record we made on it. But yeah, I almost didn't cut it because I just didn't want to, I just didn't want to become that guy that does those kind of songs all the time. So luckily, you know, we had a bunch of other great songs around it and, and, and that's still a great song. So I'm glad I recorded it because it's become one of my, my certainly on stage, one of my biggest songs. Also, you guys got to check out Tim's TikTok because I don't know whoever you're working with on TikTok, and you guys are coming up with these ideas. It's just you're just you're killing it oh, thank in you. a quick amount of time too. Like you got how you guys do your your you know your duets and you know how you perform in the living room, put up the your team's really good. At, yeah, I've at, got a great team. That. They they you know if it was left up to me because I'm very technically challenged and really don't know a whole lot about that kind of stuff. So uh, my my team really puts together great programs for for me to do, and then then we'll sit down and discuss it and go through certain ideas and nick some and then some will make bigger because we like them you guys go to timmcgraw.com get tickets uh the tour starts later this month um my final final question that i didn't tell you i was going to ask my final question is what's the one song what's the if someone didn't know who tim mcgraw was and you're like you can only play them one song to 
to kind of show who you are. It's only one. It's hard to do. What is it? Wow, that's tough. That's really tough. Oh, man, I, you know, Humbling Kind's always been one of my favorites. I just, I, I love that record. I love what it says. I love the, the emotionality to it. Um, but more importantly, I love the universalism of it. There he is, Dr. Tim McGraw, here with us today. <laughs> Tim, good to see Rush. you. <laughs> it's uh, always awesome to see you. You too. Okay. Thank you guys for having me always. Bring home the bacon with the Sonic Bacon on Bacon quarter pound double cheeseburger stacked with four slices of crispy bacon and covered in tangy smoke sauce. Try one half price in the app for a limited time only at Sonic. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. There's a group that's pretty amazing in Austin, Texas, called Safe in Austin, and they have over 200 animals over there. And so what they do is they invite children with special needs or trauma backgrounds to come and interact with the animals because it has shown that, you know, being with a dog or being with any sort of animal helps with anxiety, uh, some depression, obviously some trauma here. There's a different company called Walkin' Pets, and they heard about the story. So they donated six wheelchairs. So a pig, a goat, three dogs, and a puppy have wheelchairs now at this place in Austin. So kids can come and see them and even identify with them. Oh, I love that. So Safe in Austin wants to invite children in wheelchairs to come connect with the animals that are now needing wheelchairs and now have them. Yeah. So it's a bunch. Like- so, so Safe in Austin, shout out. And then Walkin' Pets is the group that builds the wheelchairs for animals, and they donated them to that. So cool. Everybody's good here. I like this. This is what it's all about. That's why we do this segment right there, and that's what it's all about. Thank you. That was Tell Me Something Good. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer, and I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay it, but somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. When it comes to making cool graphics, I'm not very good at it. But every once in a while, if you see me do something, and I'm like, I made this. And you're like, I bet he hired someone. Nope. The truth is, I, I use Canva. Because you can take a dumb-dumb like me that doesn't know a lot about graphic design. And because of the templates already built in, you can do things that look super cool. You can do like Mike D, who does know a bit about it. And it looks even cooler. Like, what do you use yours for? You can do it to make a pitch deck. And it looks like it took like a million hours to make. Then like five minutes. And that's because a lot of the templates are already there. You can just build into it. Yeah, it's so quick. So supercharge your work docs with MagicWrite, which is Canva's AI text generator as well. Just start with a prompt. Describe what you want to say in a few words. Magic Write will generate a draft in seconds. Tweak your draft, and then you're done. And tweaking it means just go ahead and read it and make sure it's like in your words. Or in my case, make sure you misspell something, right? Yeah. So tweak it 
It's a serious time saver. It's a perfect way to beat the blank page. Magic Ride is powered by OpenAI. It's built into the Canva doc, so you get AI text generation right where you need it, where you write. No more copying and pasting from other programs. And again, it doesn't matter what you're doing. Canva will make you look like the smartest, greatest graphic designer of all time. So it's a perfect time saver. It's perfect if you're doing a presentation. Canva presentations might be the most visually impressive presentations you'll ever use. Start with using a stunning template. Use it as a springboard for your design. Start designing today at canva.com. Design for work. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. On Friday, we're always one segment delayed, but let's still do the most important segment of the day. Here are your big stories. Bobby's Big Stories. A new study is urging dog owners to stop allowing their dogs to lick them because you could die. No. What? That's On to the next story. No, there's more. Dramatic. Well, it's true. A team of researchers from a veterinary college focused on a super strain of E. coli found in human and animal fecal samples. And so what happens is dogs smell, get near butts and poop. Mm. Uh-huh, and Just lick. generally, yes. Yeah. And so close to 14% of the dogs, period, and all the dogs they went through, 14% had this super bug. So if that thing gets transferred because your dog's one of the 14%, then you could possibly get the bug and then die because it's so hard. Okay. Now it's got to go through a little bit of a maze. But you don't want to go through any maze if the end of the maze is E. coli. <laughs> and death. Yeah, that's a terrible maze. <laughs> but they say, just heads up, cats at 
the cats have it too. I don't let my dog lick me anymore. Not because of that. My dog now, especially Stanley, way shorter and just hard to get down there. So it's not even by me letting. It's just a back. Mm. It's hard to squat down. You know, yeah. that's just a 42. <laughs> Difficult. But, yeah, don't let your dogs lick you. Unless maybe it's like your neck or the that chin turn. My cats are okay. 5%. That's still a thing, Amy. The first comic book featuring Captain America sold for $3.1 million. Holy moly. The winning bid for Captain America comic number one came in Thursday at $3.1 million. Uh, that is very expensive. That's from TMZ. Don't you wish you would just find something like that in your collection? Yeah, yeah. be neat. <laughs> like, I've got so many old baseball cards that I kept in great condition. But I'm telling you, I ain't getting anything from my Frank Thomas rookie. I have looked. <laughs> He's doing diabetes commercials I know. Now. <laughs> I really thought one day this is it. He's going to do it. So there we go. U.S. life expectancy drops again in 2021. Mm-hmm. The life expectancy in the U.S. is showing another decline. Data from Med Archive said that it has dropped from almost 79 to about 76 and a half. What? And the reason? People kissing their dogs. Uh. Oh. No, I'm not. <laughs> But just generally, that's weird. Seventy nine to seventy six like and a half. We'd be getting, we'd be going up. Well, heart disease, man, and I know that's not the most glamorous disease or one that gets written a lot about, like oh they're battling heart, di-, but that's the one that gets people more than any anything else. Mm-hmm. And here we are, eating away, eating her muffins. Yeah. Eating her candy. Unhealthy stuff. Eating her eggs and putting extra salt and pepper on it. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I love salt. Yeah. You love salt, straight up. I, I like everyone. Salt. Does. No, no, I, that's like when somebody goes, "I love music." Well, yeah, everybody loves music. I know, but lately we I've may not really like the same kind of music. But the only person I know that doesn't love music is Lunchbox. Right. In my whole life, and he's like, "Take it or leave it. I don't care." He's like, "It's fine." Yeah. If, if it's there, it's there. I don't go out and find it. It's just part of if it's in the background or the radio comes on, I'll listen to it. But I'm not like, oh, I got to go find new music. Got to go listen to new artists. Well, I don't think it's about finding new music. You can just love classical music. You know, you can love any kind of music. Uh, But Lunchbox will also go run with no music. So he might be a psycho murderer. Okay, next up. (laughs) Vanessa Hudgens says she can communicate with the uh, undead. The, the undead? undead? Well, the thing, the un- I think the undead and the dead, does that mean the same thing? I don't know. Are because we undead? I feel like I'm undead. But this whole thing, was she, what she was saying was she can talk to dead people. So during a, an appearance on the Kelly Clarkson show, do we have, we have a clip of her doing this too? So let me just play it, and we'll talk about it after. But here is Vanessa Hudgens, my former co-star in the movie Band Slam. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah. Here she is. We found this one tombstone of a spirit that we were told is very playful. And I'm like, hi, Sam. I'm Vanessa. This is Gigi. And then Gigi goes, Sam, can you tell us our names? What are our names? And then we just hear, shh, Vanessa, shh. No. No. Yeah. Did you run then? No, I was like, cool. Do you have anything else that you want to tell me? And I just hear, shh, nope. (laughs) And I was like, okay, cool. Well, thank you. Uh... I got a theory, what? and I'll share that with you in a second. Uh, the undead pertains to a corpse, though having qualities of life while not dead or no longer living. Hmm. I just thought undead was alive. Oh, yeah, me too. Little did I know. Here's my theory about people like a <laughs> Vanessa Hudgens. When you're rich and you don't have much to do, you get bored. And you start to be affected and influenced, and you're like, well, I wonder what I can do. I'm obviously super special because I'm rich and good looking, so maybe I can't. Now it's talk to the dead. You know, a real rich person hobby, too, is photography. (laughs) Yes. And I have some really creative friends 
that are wildly successful in music and that when you make it, you're not grinding a whole lot anymore. You go do your shows, you make your money. So you know what they do? They turn into a really great photographer. Now, I don't know a single broke person that gets into photography. because <laughs> Wedding photographers, but, you that, know. That is actually their career. Now, yeah. getting into photography straight up is not the same thing as doing it as a hobby. Because as a hobby, it is expensive for nothing but fun. Well, because, yeah, you, there's all these cameras and lenses yeah. and things Expensive. that cost thousands of dollars. You don't see a bunch of broke people going brr, 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 <laughs> with the little camera going tick. And like, this is for fun. <laughs> I didn't even know what photography was except for taking pictures. Yeah, that wasn't a thing. Nobody did that where I came from because everybody was broke. We had work jobs. But speaking to the dead, photography. Those are my two right now okay. that, that rich people do in the But board. what about the noises she heard? Like the shh. Nope. What's that? I, I don't know. It's her... What if she really didn't hear too, something? <laughs> I don't believe it. Okay. I don't think Vanessa Hudgens talks to the dead. I think the Vanessa undead. Hudgens is too rich yeah. and has a bunch of time on her hands and needs something fun to talk about. Yeah. A Canadian fighting to wear a pirate hat in a driver's license photo. Funny. Hilarious. Gary Smith is the proud leader of the Church of the Spaghetti Monster in British Columbia. Mm. Oh, my gosh. With that, he says, comes the right to wear a pirate hat in his driver's license photo because it's part of his church's religious headgear. Got it. I, I'm, I'm team Gary. You got to let him have it? Justice for Gary. <laughs> yeah. With that comes the right to wear this, but they say it's unacceptable. And he says, no, that is not true. If you recognize all of these organizations... And they have been cleared, and mine has too. Then you have to let me wear the pirate's hat. What is the name of his church again? Well, I like it, and I don't want you to laugh because I like it. Church spaghetti. of a Spaghetti Monster. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> uh, so get out of here. I've heard of it. Justice, justice for Gary. And then finally, a teacher in Granbury Middle School in Texas has resigned after a science experiment went wrong. The unnamed 37-year-old teacher. And I want you. I'm going to tell you what happened. You tell me what you think happened. Okay, okay. Put hand sanitizer on the hands of a 12-year-old male student. And then what do you think happened after that? What do you where did this go wrong? He made him lick it. Lick his hands. Ooh, like that's he put the hand sanitizer and then like he had What would that experiment be to see if they die? <laughs> no. All right, gather around. Okay, kids. but I'm trying to think why <laughs> yeah. would you get suspended for hand sanitizer on hands? That does Ooh. Then he was like, now let's see if it catches on fire. That's it. Oh. Boom. Huh. Put hand sanitizer on the hands of the 12-year-old and then lit them on fire. Well, Whoa. There you go. That, what teacher does that? <laughs> yeah. What teacher lights a kid on fire for any reason whatsoever? <laughs> this time, because kids have been doing it all week long, apparently. It had been like a little fun kid thing. Um, it did not have a positive outcome. And so they had to uh, handle a burned student. Oh, my. The teacher quit. Now there's we're figuring out if the teacher can teach. Apparently, I don't. I don't know. Because he quit, I guess. Just a note to other teachers: don't do this. Yeah, an investigation is ongoing. The teacher quit. The student is recovering, and charges are possible. Mm. So that's the deal. So does that work? Yeah. Well, spin the wheel. Yeah. Let's go. Lunchbox, want to try it? Nope. <laughs> All right. Uh. Um, that's what's up. That's the news. Thank you. Those were Bobby's big stories. Other rich person hobbies: skiing. <laughs> Now, Depending you grew, on where you, you grow that's up. What I, that's, no, 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 always. You didn't let me finish my sentence. You jumped oh. in before I finished my Whoa, breath here. Real. Unless you grow up there and it is there, you in, if you're a skier, it's a, that's a rich person hobby. Because you have to travel to the mountains. You got to buy all the all the expensive gear. Yes. But if you grow up there, that's part of it. Yeah. For example, I grew up on lakes. A lot of people had fishing boats, flat bottoms. That was a priority to buy. Do you water ski though? Water ski, we had 
Now, maybe Scotty had a pair of skis. And they kind of <laughs> got passed around. Dude. <laughs> yeah. And you couldn't do it on a fishing boat. Exactly. Like one, uh. one part, you'd have like an Evan Rue, like, a, you know, that was bigger than a 125 and it'd pull, pull some skis. <laughs> but usually we're in flat bottom control the motors. All right, that's the news. The Ram 1500 exceeds all expectations and redefines what a truck can do with optional features like a 12-inch touchscreen, digital rearview mirror, multifunctional tailgate, and a panoramic sunroof. So if you're thinking about switching trucks, now's the time. Learn more at Ram.com. This is Janet from Florida who was listening earlier in the show and called and left this message. I just have to say the bit with Eddie buying Bobby the uh, Uber Eats gift card for his birthday. Just hearing Amy laugh about it this morning has got me dying laughing this morning. Thanks, guys. Listen to you every morning. Love y'all. Cool. It's a bit of a mixed reaction. Some people are coming hard at Amy and some people like myself think it's hilarious. But Eddie, for my birthday, got me a gift card, which I thought was great. But the, the mailbag from this morning was... This girl is very close friends with this other girl. And she's like, she never puts any thought. She just gets me gift cards. And I really spent a lot of time buying her a gift. Should I say something? And so that came up. I liked your gift card. What was the answer you gave her? Should you say something? No, no right? you shouldn't. Just yeah. accept yeah. your gift card. Like, like it's cool. It's a gift, right? Yeah. But you but, guys laughed at me. No, Amy said, what did Eddie get you? And I said, an Uber Eats gift card. And then it was, what did I get you? I said, well, I spent three months. <laughs> Planning, ordering Eddie's. So a great gift. A great gift. And Amy was just laughing because it was like, "What are you going to do next? Pay part of his electric bill?" Hilarious. (laughs) Would you like that? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. Okay. No, he wouldn't. So anyway, go hear that because it was very funny. It's time to play easy trivia. Let's go. Let's go. By the way, Amy, if you win this, you're the new champion. We've never had a champion other than Eddie. Eddie's got the tiara on. Here we go. Don't crumble, Amy. What are the wins around the room? Uh, Amy four, Eddie one. Lunchbox 2. Okay. You're playing to 5. Forgot about Morgan. Playing to 5. A thermometer is used to measure what, Amy? Temperature. That's correct. Easy trivia. Lunchbox, a scale is used to measure what? Weight. Correct. Eddie, how many inches is a ruler? That's 12 inches. Correct. Morgan, how many yards are in a football field? I don't know. I should probably watch more football. (laughs) You're looking at me like this I should This is crazy. This is crazy. Well, nobody I mean, goes home first round, so just say something. 80 matter. yards. That's incorrect. It's, <laughs> 20 short. It's 100 yards. Okay, but nobody goes home first round ever. Wow. <laughs> wow, I can't I mean, believe probably it. watch more football. It's <laughs> like, what? Name the third color. Red, white, and <laughs> purple? I don't know. I don't, no. That's not the same thing as I don't know. Oh. All right, here we go. <laughs> Amy, what color is the planet Mars? I, I, I don't know. I don't know the color of Mars. Orange. Wow. You've been booed. All right, wow. guys, take a breath. What is it? Wow. Red. Take a breath. We're good. You guys know what Mars red, is? Red, red planet. Red planet. Wow. Okay. okay. Well. Woo! Amy's out. All right, we're still in, guys. I knew I was gonna still be in. I don't know why you're hooting and hollering. I'm winning this one. Lunchbox. What's the Batman villain who wears a green suit with question marks on it? The Joker. See ya. Incorrect. <laughs> You've been booed. I don't know. I'm going to stay in it. What, what is it? It's the the Riddler. Riddler. Oh, I... Question I, marks. Listen. I, I Played by Jim Carrey. I don't... I, don't I, I thought the wow. only Batman villain was Joker. I don't Cat know. Catwoman, the Riddler, <gasps> Penguin. Penguin. A lot of Catwoman's a bad person? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, come on, Morgan. Whoa. <laughs> whoa, Amy. <laughs> Amy, I just have one. 
I know, and I would like for Morgan to get one. This yeah. game took such a turn and quick. <laughs> I mean, I, we've yeah. never had two people bail out in the second round. Okay, here we go. That was the most difficult question of all time. The bets are off the board, right? Yeah, Vegas is right, taking it they're down. They're done. DraftKings is not allow <laughs> you to bet on done. this. They're uh, done. Eddie, a group of fish is called a what? School. Correct. Morgan, how many white stars does the American flag have? 50. Correct. Eddie. Come on. What did the Titanic hit that made it sink? An iceberg. Correct. Morgan, water is the only substance found on Earth naturally in three forms. Solid, liquid, and what's the third form? I'll read it again so you can think about it. Water, it's the only substance found on Earth in three different forms. Solid, ice, liquid, water. What's the third form? Air. I mean, that has to be the third one. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Ox, I mean, it's it's in the air. It's precipitation. I mean, Solid, liquid, and blank. Solid, liquid. Liquid do, would be precipitation. Do you guys know this? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Gas. Correct. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow. Sending that over. Wow. Telepathically. <laughs> Eddie, the person who stands up front and directs an orchestra is called a what? Conductor? The maestro? That's the conductor. Correct. Morgan, which musical instrument has keys and pedals? A keyboard. I'll accept it, piano. Keyboard also has a pedal if you put it down, sure. so I'll take that. Plug it in. Eddie, who is the best-selling rock band of all time? Mm-hmm. Well, that's tricky. Not really. <clears throat> the best-selling? It's just, yeah, it's just that fact. Rock band? Mm-hmm. And you know, it's not tricky as in it's by far the answer. It's, so, there's no, no, it's not cloudy. Okay. The Beatles. Correct. Morgan, <laughs> when we sing the alphabet song, that tune that we sing the alphabet song to is also the tune to what famous lullaby? Wow. That's tough. See, do it louder so everybody can hear. Okay. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, O, Bye, baby. Ah! There's too many lullabies in my head. Uh, twinkle, twi- twinkle, twinkle, little star. Correct. Yes! Wow, I didn't know that. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. How I wonder what you are. Amazing. Yeah. Eddie, how many letters in the alphabet? What? A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S, T-U-V-W-X-Y-N-Z. All right, answer. You can't do it again. I gave you that time. 24. Incorrect. Did you think Elemena was one? (laughs) Oh, wow. I I think I did. Uh, I think I I saw one finger come up on Elemena. And I was like, oh, no. Eddie's four. It's one. Oh, my gosh. I got When you didn't get the other hand again, I was like, he's in trouble. What is it? 28? You did Elemena as one finger. I sure did. Also. Wow. uh, uh, Morgan, uh, the funniest (laughs) I would like to respect Elemento. I'd like to rescind the comment I made to you when I said, well, I can't believe you didn't know football. <laughs> the 100 yards. Eddie thought Elemento yeah. was one letter. Yeah, I sure did. It also, we had just talked about something off air be- right before this, and that came up ca- casually, and he wasn't, must not have been paying attention. <sighs> Elemento. This has been the craziest game of, this has. of whatever easy yeah, trivia. Yeah, this is wild. Yeah, hey, m- Morgan. Yes. You got to get this. Let's go. You got this. What famous cartoon dog 
has the letters SD on their collar. For the win, SD. Well, there is Snoopy and there's Shaggy. Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo. Correct winner. Wow! That's awesome. Nice I job. got my first win. Nice job. Good job. So proud of I mean, you. she misses first round and wins. That's yeah. incredible. <laughs> I love it. We all miss one question. That's the, that's the American dream. Is there? Yeah. Wow, Morgan, great job. That's a hey. good way to go into the weekend. Fail until you don't. Yeah. That is a Woo. Eddie. Yo, buddy. yo, Elemento got that's me, gotta man. Be rough. How many? How many letters? Twenty-six. Dang, but okay. I thought I saw not all your fingers go up on that part. Yeah. I'm watching you count A B. You went A B finger A B okay. C D E F G H I J K Elemento P. <laughs> One I mean, is, he, is this a show? Is he doing this as a bit? It's crazy that he missed. That's the dummy. one question out of all of those where, like, you could actually figure it out. Yes. You didn't know the answer. Yeah. You could literally didn't. just count them. I did count them. Just miscounted. Oh. Great job, Morgan. Thank you. Oh, That's very easy proud. trivia. Thank you, guys. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Georgia. Police pulled up to a car around 2 a.m. and they smelt some marijuana smoke coming from the car. So they say, whoop, 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 whoop. Well, that car says, nope, 120 miles an hour on the highway, running, crashes, flees the vehicle. He's running, running, running. His pants fall down and trip him. Oh. <laughs> and that's how they catch him. Yeah, I guess you should probably need a belt. Yeah. Yeah. If you're going to do a foot chase. Tighten or just that up. ditch the pants immediately and go pantsless. Just go in undies. they're going to slow you down. Especially, or you get a hold in the whole time. You know how you have to hold them around? <laughs> All right. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Hey, I found my new spot to go to for dogs. And I got to say, I had no idea Tractor Supply carried pet supplies until I needed pet supplies and I was trying to find some near my house. Luckily, there's a Tractor Supply near my house. I bet you didn't either. And if you did, good for you. You're smarter than I am. That's Bobby Bones here. If you haven't been to your local Tractor Supply, I recommend you stop by and see their incredible selection and, well, great values on supplies for all types of pets. Whether you like me and you got dogs, or you like Amy, you got a cat, or rabbits, or chickens, or horses. They got it all at Tractor Supply. Like a selection of trusted brands from Purina Pro Plan, Victor, Science Diet. They even have on-site vet services, vaccinations, microchipping. One thing I love about Tractor Supply, the staff. They're very friendly, they're very helpful, they're very knowledgeable. Another fun fact, leashed, friendly pets, welcome. Take your dog with you. Now, if you can't make it in, it's all good. You can always shop online. Tractor Supply has an even broader selection online with their prescription pet foods, treats, supplements, and they offer same-day delivery and curbside pickup. Go see my friends at Tractor Supply. Shop now online, in-store, or on the Tractor Supply app. Have you seen Mark Wahlberg's house, the one he's selling? No. So Mark Wahlberg, Marky Mark, then the better of the actors. Donnie Wahlberg, New Kids on the Block. Yeah, but he's okay in Blue actor. Bloods. Yeah, okay. That's good. Who, yeah. Donnie's in Blue Bloods? Yeah. <laughs> But it's confusing now because they both kind of have a career in acting. But right. Mark Wahlberg is the bigger of the two, the big movie star. Yeah. So Mark Wahlberg is selling his Beverly Hills mansion, first of all, for $98 million. Oh, what? my God. That's so much money. Yeah. <laughs> it was listed at 98. They have dropped it now for, to $87.5 million. Mm. That's so much money. It's on sale. That's so much money. Who buy it? Who knew he had that kind of money? Have you seen the house, though? Yes, yes. It's the it's most ridiculous. amazing thing I've ever seen. I want to read some of this stuff to you. It's a, a mega mansion, 12 bedrooms, 20 bathrooms. Obviously, there is a crazy guest house. The basketball court is so legit. So cool. It's in, like, the front of the guest house. It, not only that, there's, like, a five-hole golf course. Wow. 
Yes. <laughs> He's this rich? Not like a yeah, putting that, that's green. That's what I thought. Five-hole golf course? Mark Wahlberg <laughs> net worth is $300 million. That's what I was thinking when I saw the house. He's that rich? The same thing. Wow. Like a tech guy that invented Glogla. I get it. Okay. Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch? Maybe he invested in stuff. Oh, no. He's a massive movie star. That's what I mean. I know. Like massive A-list, $50 million a picture movie star. Oh. Oh. Interesting. He I may not be your favorite actor, but he's <laughs> a massive movie star. Okay. Uh, the property itself, again, it has a 5,000-bottle wine cellar, a grotto, oh, a tennis court, gosh. a basketball court, a waterfall pool, a fully equipped gym, a movie screening room. And then separate quarters for any hired help, plus a media entry space. It's from TMZ. I want all that. I yeah, me it. too. Me too. <laughs> that says his net worth is three hundred million. That's yeah. what we. Just I just said, said just that. Said You're it. now punished. Yeah. What's the punishment, Mike? No, what's I the punishment know. again? No, no. Googling. I said it out loud. I said no, like he just said thirty it. seconds ago. Just said it. Yeah. So the he first. He wasn't questioning it. He literally just said I, his net worth is yes, three hundred million. I looked it up too. <laughs> so this will be the first punishment we've ever had no, for this. I'm not exact- doing it. Yes, you are. No, because I was trying. Like when you started talking about the house, I was like, oh, well, no. then let me see. If you say he's that rich, let me look it up. But I, I was- said it in the segment. But I didn't hear it because I was googling. Mm, gotta get better at that, Bob. Yeah. So what we'll do is we'll play this clip back on Monday show. <laughs> I won't and do Mike the punishment. And Mike D will reveal what we all agreed to in that segment. And then we would go from there. I thought this day would never come. Me too. I, didn't, I, yes. thought, I honestly thought it'd be Amy. I'm gonna tell you. I thought it would be you. Why would it be me? The first offense, a five dollar fine that we put into oh, a jar. Oh, five dollar fine. That's fine. I can pay that. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, there mm. you go. Good. So mon- right. there you go. Well, it's done. We don't need to play it back on Monday. Let's get a jar. Five dollars goes into well, it. Well, maybe we could play it back just so he could hear it. No, True. no, I, I like believe that it, but yeah. I literally was just googling because Bobby said he's a massive movie star. I was like, he's worth that much, and so I was trying to find it. Yeah. I know, but that's the danger. That's that's living on the edge. You yeah, decided yeah. if we choose to Google in the middle of a segment, we might miss something. Bye, everybody. Mr. Bobby Bones. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, hosted by MC8 and Big Steel. It's every Thursday, the podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. 
We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.